0: Welcome to Keep Your Torch Lit Podcast, everybody. This is Hello. Sam coming at you live.
1: Oh, my gosh. This is Sarah also coming at you live.
2: And this is Jack. Uh, I actually recorded my part two hours earlier, <laughs> so this is not live.
1: So we actually have to time it so that like yeah. he gave us like, a script, so we have to like time it so that he responds exactly to what we're saying.
2: Oh my gosh, thanks, Sarah. I'm glad you like my shirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was good.
2: But seriously, um, this is an episode that probably I've been waiting to record for Keep Your Torch Lit since <laughs> literally the votes were cast. Since the votes were read. Um, okay. Yeah. So I just I'm just like so excited to talk about this. Uh, I, I don't even I don't even know where to begin. Just like this was probably you know, at least up to this point, the most fun I ever had playing Survivor.
1: I remember, so I was still in Chicago at that time, and we were actually filming a KYTL episode the night it happened, and it had to be delayed Mm -hmm. because of, like, you were talking to Ben or something, and then Mm -hmm. you got on the phone, you're like, oh my god, that was, like, so crazy. Like, I I remember that day.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Oh
1: my gosh.
2: No, yeah, because I think you actually see that uh, video in the episode of you know we were gonna record and then I think Sam was recording me on the phone with Ooh. like either Megan or Camille I forgot who and then I'm like uh, I guess I have to go talk with them something something weird's going on yeah, yeah. And I think, <laughs> you think that was the night before travel but yeah
0: yeah I, I wish I remember I, I specifically remember the yeah there's if you have listened back to kycl season one there one of those early episodes has like a awkward gap. Where we like had filmed, recorded half of it and just like did the other half like the next day because like Jack has had to leave. So, yeah,
3: it's, it's funny. Was more it's, important. I think they were getting K-Y-T-L. to the point where
0: like, I know it's it's like meta. You know, we have the meta thing of season one airing during season four, and now it's the KYTL where like we're, we were also doing KYTL. We're talking about KYTL recording during KYTL. Uh, <laughs> this hurts my brain. Hurts your brain.
1: All right, so before we get into it, though, the episode starts with Adam being gone. That seems like a lifetime ago already. And Ben was like, not the gay one. And Cooper, like, <laughs> gave had the most awkward laugh. And he was like, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honestly, I do want to say Cooper, I'm loving season four host Cooper so much. Really? Like, this is the, What's best. the difference? I just feel like he's the most, like, he's just the most relaxed and confident version of Cooper that I've seen as a host and like mm-hmm. all the seeds. Like, I feel like you can tell that he's like, he's starting to like kind of have a little back and forth with like Tokidoki, Doki, like last tribal, you know, where like cats giving him shit. And he's like, he's just kind of like giving it right back. Like, I feel like this mm-hmm. Cooper's cracking jokes. Like, I, I don't know. I just feel like this is the, the, the best version of Cooper as as hosts. Of the three Wait,
1: do, do we think that he's grown into his body? <laughs>
2: <laughs> definitely. He's definitely grown into his body.
0: Wow. That is such a that deep That such a throwback. I love, that. Deep, deep, deep I love throwback. that so much. That's such a deep pull right there. <laughs> well, you know, just like we're laughing, smiling right now, Jackson had such a big grin when Adam was voted off. This I feel like Jackson's
1: always smiling. You know what? You know like how Megan's always smiling? Jackson's always grinning. It's
2: like, true. when is he
1: not grinning in his confessionals?
2: Yeah, he, it's, it's, a, it's a very different smile, though. It's yeah, a, it's yeah, different. It's a snarky It's a, you know, yeah. I know I'm the shit. You know, I'm, I'm talking <laughs> crap, but I can back it up. You know what I'm doing. Whereas Megan, <laughs> kind of, it's more of just like, oh, yeah, I'm surely I can't be here. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I don't really... oh. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know where that really came from, but
0: <laughs> that's yeah oh we, we have like an evil smile on one end and mm-hmm. like an innocent smile on the other, but I can I can see that's interesting that you point that out. Because like I can see how that would that would cause that would be the ship right there, this the smile relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm. Smilers. Smile ship. Mm-hmm. They're both definitely were. They were definitely smiling like a lot at each mm-hmm. other in this. I'll <laughs> say that.
1: With the the showman's music playing in the background.
0: <laughs> oh yeah,
2: oh yeah. There's nothing like a good old fashioned survivor, Michigan showman's. Okay, so,
0: <laughs> th- like, I, I did. What do you guys think about this showman? It's like it's the most unexpected pairing of people. I could have, if you would have picked any two people in this cast and been mm-hmm. like, oh, showman's.
1: I feel like the only thing they have in common is that they're both like grad students. Yeah, and they, smile. <laughs> and they yes,
0: and they will smile. <laughs> That's about it. I mean, think of how many grad students are smiling on a daily basis, though. Probably not very many. That's true. So you yeah, know, they this, all,
1: this Dale doesn't smile as much.
0: It's true. Only when he's only when he found his idol and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm sure he's had some other things. But he even smiling? About. I feel like he
2: was just like, let's fucking
3: go. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like, it's not really a smile. That's, just, that's I mean, he's, he's happy for sure. It's joyful, but like, I don't think, I don't know if he was actually like smiling during it.
0: I mean, look, when you're, when you're 40 years old and you have a wife, <laughs> I mean, you you have, you have the stresses of bills to worry about, retirement, smile. he's like
1: almost retired.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, he's putting his kids through college and yeah. having to pay for that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to wipe the Tyler. smile off your face.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Okay, Jack, what was this whole thing that you did before the challenge? What was going on
2: there? I, I don't know. It's probably the most <laughs> I've cringed at myself watching Survivor <laughs> Michigan back. Um, you know, I was just... I really did not want to go down um, another person against uh, Tokidoki because I was like, mm-hmm. I really, really thought that a swap was going to be coming up. Um, so I was just like, I need to get as pumped as I possibly can. So I'm going to put on like my favorite pump up band, high energy band, Death Grips. Uh, <laughs> if you're an eagle eye watcher of Survivor Mission, you'll notice I I did wear a few um, Death Grips hoodies, I think in season wow. two. So definitely mm-hmm. a big fan of the band. Um, and, you know, I just thought that listening to it on camera would get me really pumped up to win the challenge. And it did not work at all, obviously. But, you know, <laughs> might as well try. Give it a shot. What do you think, like – Like, do you think you guys lost
1: because they had the extra person? Do you think, like, that's pretty much why?
2: Uh, they, we, we, they beat us by a lot. I don't know. Okay. Like, it was, like, what was it, 18 or 12 pounds? Something mm, like that.
1: Yeah. That's true. They just have yeah. bigger
0: mouths. The yeah, question none is how of many smashing. pounds – how many pounds of melon did Eric Reichenbach contribute? contribute? Mm-hmm. I well, feel I like think Dale it's contributed like half of it. Okay, but so, well, I
1: don't get the smashing. So is the point of the smashing that you could like pick up the rind, like get the rind as well? What's the point of smashing it?
2: Yeah, um, I, so I can't remember the exact rules of it. I don't, know, I don't know if they went into detail of the rules in the episode, but wasn't it like you couldn't like take the full thing thing obviously like mm. with your teeth and yeah. drop it in but if you like were able to break it up you could uh, put in parts of the
0: rinds
1: oh i yeah. see i see
0: yeah i think that's what it was i, so... I love how eric was like dale is crazy he's crazy <laughs> he's just he's just smashing his head on on the watermelons and i know that guy's crazy
2: and I, I was i really thought that we had that reward challenge when eric i was so pumped up to meet Eric. Like it, it was kind of funny seeing the episode. Like it was very much 50-50 of people being like, I don't give a shit who this like dude is who's coming yeah, in. Yeah,
1: Nate was like, I don't know who that is.
0: Just yes. <laughs> Jackson's <laughs> like, Eric lost lost survivor twice. That, that means you suck at the game. I don't like this guy <laughs> in my tribe. I'm just gonna not even send anything out to the law school because Eric is not gonna survive.
2: No, I feel like Jackson actually like did a lot though. I feel like he put on like a big front, but didn't he actually like reach out to a ton of people? Like, he cl-
1: he told his tribe to that, that he reached out to the whole law school, but he didn't do. That.
2: <laughs>
0: but
1: yeah. I'm sure he did a lot of. like Maybe he other did. Things.
0: Maybe he's like the kind of person who's gonna like kind of like go to the cameras, pretend like, "Oh, I'm too good for." I'm too cool, know.
1: But he secretly he secretly emailed them all individually mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. bought and like <laughs> I sent I them cookies.
0: <laughs> I mean, Jackson has this. He's five. He's I'm five and zero oh immunity challenges. He doesn't <laughs> want to. He doesn't want to lose. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't even want that one, even if it's a reward challenge. He's He
1: keeps talking he, about how he sat out on that one. He's like, and that one we lost, <laughs> I was sitting out.
0: <laughs> yeah, we would have won if I hadn't sat out, just FYI. <laughs> so I'm not going to count that
3: loss.
1: <laughs> and the, I was going to say, uh, Eric was helpful, but I think his dog would have been more helpful. That's true. Because, you know... Honestly, that dog is such a mood. Like, the dog was one of my favorite mm-hmm. characters of this episode. Because he was yeah, literally was... just chilling so hard.
0: Yeah, the real question is, who's who's most likely to win season four? Eric's dog or Nate's <laughs> friend, Matt?
1: <laughs> they would definitely be like a duo to the end. That's
2: tough. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like dogs got to eat. So, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Dogs
0: got to eat. Dog True. for
1: sure. But yeah, Matt I... would definitely give him a run for his him or her. Do
0: we know? Uh, the dog? I didn't yeah. I don't know. If you look back in the episode, you could probably check
1: it out. <laughs> this <is> fitting, like... <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. If you're a vet, you can probably check it out.
1: Yeah. Wait, fun I, fact, wasn't there more than one dog?
0: Yeah. So I went to his house. So me and yeah, Cooper. Yeah, can you please talk about this? Yeah. So me and Cooper went to Eric's house to film the confessional. I mean, Eric lives, you know, like he said, right down the street in Ann Arbor. And I was so excited because I was like, I'm such a big fan. Like, I was like, I was like, I need to make sure I get to like go to his house to do this confessional. So, yeah, we got there. He got to like meet his dog. He has two dogs. One of this, one of his dogs stole my shoe. and started like running <laughs> around with it. And Eric yeah. was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Like he does that sometimes. And I was like, okay, <laughs> and they're sure. They're the same
1: type of dog, right? They like look the same. Yes.
0: Two gold, there are two golden retrievers. Mm-hmm. They're like very, they're being pretty rambunctious and kind of like running around and like stealing shoes. So then Eric kind of just like grabs them and like kind of just like locked them next to him on the couch. So they couldn't move. Where and then eventually one? like one of them just like fell asleep there. And the other one, I don't remember what it did, but <laughs> I, I think that I think that Eric like forcibly made his dog calm down on the couch oh. with him. And then just like sat there for the rest of the confessional. So It was
1: very fun. zen. Super zend out.
0: I remember specifically, I was like, I'm going to ask Eric about his beef with Jack because I know this will make (laughs) the episode like two years from now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Jack, you made yourself an enemy.
0: How do you feel
1: about making an enemy from someone who's played with like Parvati, with Sandra, with Russell Hance? How do you feel about this?
2: See, you You know...
1: know, Oh, By the way, he probably went to the group me... I was all like, guys, this—if we ever play with this guy Jack, watch out for them. And so everyone on CBS Survivor knows about you now, probably.
2: That's true. well, then that—that's—I uh, would be honored for Parvati to hate me. If Parvati <laughs> hates me, if—if if I exist as a part of Parvati's mind, you know, like, like <laughs> then that, then I will die happy.
0: Like that is—that would be
2: insane to me. If I'm pretty sure Noah hate me.
0: I'm pretty sure Noah already told Parvati about you voting him off first. She <laughs> no, he's their best friends.
2: Yeah. So now she has like double
0: beef with you, Jack. Yeah. Oh my god. Both Eric, Eric, and Noah are both going to Parvati. Like, this, this kid, the same Jack, tickled me. Like, you don't trust him.
1: <laughs> the whole Noah thing is so funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For reference, it, people who is is are listening to joke this joke that like. Yeah. <laughs> We should probably explain what we're talking about. <laughs>
2: yeah, this, is, this is another deep hole this episode.
0: <laughs> Noah from Season 2, who was the first boot in our season, had met yeah. Parvati. He had really bad knees, if you don't remember.
1: Yeah, yeah. Bad if you don't moves, remember him, Sarah, like, he's the
0: guy
2: with the knees. Yeah, with the
1: knees. He has, like, yeah. four injuries.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I just feel like... I know it's the most overused, overplayed joke when talking about Eric Reichenbach, but, you know, I just... I just saw it just dangling there, that fruit, that super low-hanging fruit. So low-hanging, it's touching the ground. I, I had to go for that joke <laughs> to give us immunity, you know. It wasn't to impress a girl, as Ariat said. You know, I just yeah. kind of didn't have to do it.
0: <laughs> Maybe he's trying to impress a girl or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Dude, that actually sounds like him. That's
0: I, I'd also like to mention that I'm freakishly good at biting chunks out of fruit.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I feel like him and Will would get along.
0: That's funny. That's I mean, Will was the one it. that made him. Will is one that made him eat all that watermelon, though. So you know, maybe he has a little bit of beef with Will too, because Will, Will help, Will design this challenge, basically.
1: Well, he said he liked fruit, so. Mm-hmm.
0: It's true. It's true. He he was freakishly good at it, from from what I've heard
1: oh I, I wanted to I want to point out a Ben quote that happened around this time about you Jack I, he said he's a gamer but also likes to socialize with people and I thought Man. that was funny
2: <laughs>
1: It's like kind of an insult but then like also kind of a compliment
2: yeah so and compliment. <laughs> you know we take those
0: yeah I feel like there's a lot of like little jack character moments that we didn't see in season two like where you're, you're doing like the death grips and you're talking about your craft beer addiction, like all this. Mm. Addiction, all whoa, this. Whoa,
2: whoa. Whoa, 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 slow down there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just recently got into craft beer. Into craft, craft beer. Into craft beer. Just casually into
2: it, Sam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Very> <laughs> Pulls it out. It. Is that an Oberon?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, that's craft beer. Oh, that was his craft beer. That's great. It's
0: basic it's over on time, baby it, it is it's April over on mm-hmm. time, yes, sir. Doc's gotta eat yeah, I do feel like
2: i definitely i feel like um, you know Ben talked a lot about you know he's trying to be the real Ben this season in his confessionals and stuff like that. I feel like I almost was like I was probably too boring in season two. I was just really obsessed with trying to play as well as I could and I'm, I'm gonna try to be a little more entertaining. In confessionals and
3: stuff, <laughs> just
2: dryly explaining what I did. So, yeah. <laughs> so, it's definitely a little more fake and played up. Definitely opposite of Ben, but you know what? I, I had fun. I you know I cringe at myself with the death grips part, but you know.
0: <laughs> I think you would um, name the video like pre challenge hypers. Yeah, something like that. So funny. Oh God.
1: So, you guys lose the challenge. And Nate is driving people home, right? And then Camila all of a sudden decides she wants to go to the Ugly, but she doesn't have her backpack or anything. This is probably one of my favorite Nate moments so far is that he follows her mm-hmm. into the library to be like, what is she up to? I just think that's so funny. Yeah. Like,
2: but it, this is actually probably what caused the whole episode to change. Is it literally was bad. crucial. Yeah. He's it like, literally- I followed
1: her in there and she's meeting with Jack. Wait, like, who else was there?
2: It was well. It was the Katie? Breakfast Club. It was me, Ben, Katie, Katie. and Ben. Was, yeah. yeah.
1: I like you. Just see it? it's like one of those scenes in the movie where like the camera pans to you guys, and then Nate's just like hiding there, like. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I don't like, How exactly did he figure out that it was us three there? <laughs> that it was us four there.
0: Who's like,
1: I some books?
0: Yeah. I honestly have no idea because <laughs> the footage is of you guys in Metal Frat. And then, like, I kind of like there's kind of this thing where it like zooms in on the window and make it look like Nate was like peering through.
2: (laughs) It's just, well, yeah, but I'm not like the second floor, like, unless you have like a ladder. Yeah, I don't,
0: I think that was definitely just there for dramatic effects. Like, I don't know how I, I still like, I watched a lot of the footage because I actually did the rough cut for this episode. Like, also, I want to give a shout out to Mason, Marks. uh, I I feel like an idiot because I just, totally forgot his Marks last scores
1: mark sores yes
0: okay yeah mason awesome. Mark Scores.
1: yeah
0: he's he's producer right now um first five michigan he edited this is his first ever episode that he storyboarded and this is the first ever episode that i did a rough cut for oh um, nice so we both kind of like got the experiment a little bit in this one and then ian obviously did like the polished final cut of it but uh that was one of the things I watched a lot of this footage, and I still to this day don't really fully understand how Nate found out that you four. He definitely did follow Camila. Mm-hmm. But okay, like, I have a question how about that though. Out.
1: How did he yeah. follow? So if he was driving a car and he dropped her off, he must have had to like park somewhere real fast to be able to follow her in.
0: Or so how did Megan? he her
2: on the car? Yeah, I don't
0: know. Megan was oh, driving. Oh, and then oh, she dropped okay. off Nate and Camila together because they both. Because Nate lived near the Ugly, and that's where Camila was going. Mm-hmm. And then she didn't go to the Ugly or something. I don't know exactly. Mm-hmm. But he ended up finding out that you Ford met without him, basically.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Did you like wait outside or something for until like people left?
0: I don't know. It's a question we'll, we'll have to ask Nate. We will. We we'll, have we'll, we'll we'll, we'll a lot of, um, added to the we'll. list of things wait, to ask Nate one day. Nate's just, he's elusive. You know, he has, has so many secrets. It's so
1: funny. Nate rolls his eyes in every confessional.
0: He's <laughs> he he just constantly
1: like, like perpetual eye roll. I, why does everyone have like a perpetual face on this season? For Nate is an eye roll.
0: <laughs> For Megan is the smile. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> what's my face?
1: Yours is. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, what's Jax?
0: Um,. I think that Jack's face is uh, like freaking out to death grips. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: Man, I think that Dale's face is, you know, kind of that, kind of that that frown that you get when you hit about forty five mm-hmm. years old. Yeah. <laughs> dogs got to eat. Can we can we talk about dogs got to eat?
2: Um, I think we just have to tell people to look out for dogs. Got to eat. Just like, kind of like put a pen.
1: Has he? Did he say dogs got to eat? Yeah,
0: yeah, he said big. He said something about like big mel. I'm a big melon guy. I love melons. You know, sometimes oh. the has got to eat, and the big dog ate <laughs> all that melon.
1: Was that like a metaphor? I, I feel like Dale I talks the metaphors a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, see, him and Tom would have would have definitely gotten yeah. or, like, <laughs> yeah. gotten together then. <laughs>
1: I would have loved to see Dale and Tom play. God, that
0: would be
2: that would be a power duo right there.
1: I mean, Tom Obviously. and Dale—that kind of sounds like a duo, like you would see in a cartoon. It Tom does. and Dale—it's like mm-hmm. Chip and Dale, Tom and Jerry. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like crossover.
0: <laughs> you know that Dale was named after Dale from Chip and Dale? Oh yeah, so Dale New was World. the one
1: born in Disney, and that's yeah. why he's named that's Dale. Right, yeah, Chip and Dale. Yeah.
0: Dale's he's something. Something else, Dale and Dale and Tom—that's the—that's the TV show crossover we absolutely need. Yeah.
1: No, it's definitely Tom and Dale. Tom
0: that's and Dale, Dale. you're, you're right, right. You're right.
1: Tom and Dale.
0: <laughs> so like instead of Chip and Dale and Tom and Jerry, exactly. It's, it's Tom and Dale.
3: Yeah.
0: I like. I see it. I see it. Yeah. Speaking of Dale and his antics, I love how Dale was like, oh, I want it. me and Jackson want this grad school alliance, but I got Jackson to like go and do the dirty work for me and like have him talk to Megan and I'm just not gonna go.
1: Oh yeah. Dale's <laughs> like the manager that Mitch always wanted to be. The
0: manager. The yeah. Manager. Yeah. He just so like who's calls a- his little <laughs> little his little people but mm-hmm. I was gonna say, who's the better um matchmaker? Manager? Dale or Dale or Camila?
1: Matchmaker.
0: Because Dale says, Oh, let's have this three person alliance, except for I'm not gonna go. So Jackson, you go hang out with Megan. But then Camila's like, Megan, I want you to date Jackson. So you know it's <laughs> and you got both of them on both sides kind of kind of yeah. pushing them together. Who's who's the true yeah. matchmaker? It's meant to be, I you guess. Know,
1: I mean, Dale's already found his match. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, so he knows what to look for. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. I think Camila's matches with herself.
1: You know, she says she's the hottest one, so yeah. I guess she would pick herself to be the match, right?
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, I don't really think Jackson's the hottest, but I'm going exactly. to go ahead and say myself as the hottest.
1: <laughs> like, yeah,
0: I, I would say myself.
1: It, was <laughs> like so, con- it, it, it so wasn't even like a joke.
2: Like, yeah, I would not myself.
3: It was just <laughs> totally. <completely>, yeah. <laughs> that's
2: so funny. That was so funny. I mean that's confidence. That's all you need, really. You know, <laughs> believe in oh, yourself. Please. If you don't think you're the hottest person on Survivor, then what are you doing? You know. Yeah. I always thought I was the hottest person on Survivor.
1: Well, that's awkward because I thought I was the hottest. Well. What yeah. about you, Sam?
0: I thought Cooper was the hottest.
1: <laughs>
0: it's That's <it's> awkward too. <laughs> I think if Cooper heard that, he would say, you know, he would say, okay. Moving on,
3: <laughs>
0: just just like you did this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, but so I think it might be actually
2: be time to start digging into the meat of this episode. You know, yeah, where the, the fun really starts to happen. So we we got started to talk about it a little bit already. I think the the sparks of it started to go when um, Nate realized that us four were meeting. Um, Without him knowing, and you know, none of us. I'm telling you that so that's kind of set the wheels in motion, for you know Nate to realize that he's on the bottom here, and realizing that he has very high likelihood of being voted out. So he started to, um, you know, he wasn't going to go down without a fight. So yeah, I think so. He's um, so in this beautiful shot of him, Ben, and uh, Matt was not Matthew Isbell. <laughs> But just a random ass person.
1: <laughs> it's funny because friends really do get looped up in this without their consent. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I find it funny because usually when people have like their friends in the video, they might be like in the background, you can hear them kind of yeah. filming it. But
1: he's like front and center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, my friends like still title. remember my friends still remember like everything about my season.
3: Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. For sure. But he
1: yeah. kind of reminded yeah. me of Matthew Israel, too. I'm not going to lie. Maybe, Maybe it was, was Matthew yeah. in
2: disguise. Whoa. That, that is another level of amateur homicide detective. You know, to be a full <laughs> detective, you have to <laughs> yeah. go undercover. You know? Okay, but
1: he didn't do a great job because he didn't change his name, and he still kind of looks the same.
2: But he changed well, his that's name. Why, that's why he was that's so he wanted good? to make sure Cooper to know that he's not Matt. <laughs> we he called him uh, Matt at, at Travel Console, it's because he's like, that's my code name. You know, don't go, mm. you know, don't go blowing my spot here, Cooper. I'm Matthew. You're so touchy. Matt, that's why you're so touchy. Matt is on. another person. Matt is you know another what? completely other person. Okay? <laughs> and you I'm know what? Mad.
1: With all the jumping and timelines around here, in two weeks, we're going to get a flashback mm-hmm. to Matt being like, I was sitting in on this meeting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. oh, That's a lion. The lion undercover as a <laughs> lamb. <laughs> but but anyways, so this ep- so in this um conversation right here, um Nate spills this juicy information that he has, um that he has from Megan that she gave the clue to me and Camila and that we all looked for the idol together. And Ben is just mm-hmm. he's shocked because you know he really thought that we had this for going of um of me him um katie and camila you know the breakfast club alliance and this just completely shook him to his core and kind of completely changed what was going to be happening this week yeah yeah
1: that can't be fun to hear that's like that's like hearing that your closest friends hung out with these other people and like didn't invite you exactly it's betrayal
0: honestly though like I mean, thinking about how the beginning of this episode, how the Breakfast Club Alliance, like, you guys are so tight, and you're like, oh, we should have a sleepover.
3: Sleepover. Yeah, Ah. Yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. sleepover. And then, like, Ben had this whole thing where he's like, I trust Jack like pretty much the most, and, like, how he had this whole game built around loyalty. Like, I understand how he felt so betrayed, because, like, he had just completely changed his Season 3 game into, like, I'm just going to be completely loyal this time. Like, to my knowledge, I mean, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong. He hadn't really lied to, held back any major details or lied about anything to, like, you or, like, Camila, really. Mm -hmm. I guess he had maybe a tighter thing with Katie than he was, like, publicly letting on. But, like, it seems like he pretty much had, like, given everything to your alliance. So I can see how he would feel, like, really betrayed by hearing you you and Camila have been playing both sides.
2: Yeah, for sure. And, yeah, I really don't blame him. I mean, that's, that's like a, that's a tough thing to hear. And I feel like I probably, you know, a lot of the blame definitely falls on me. I don't think I played this super correctly. And I was very close to this, at this point to going home, you know, very, very easily, you know, a lot of things had to go right for me to say this week. Um, yeah, I just, I, um, I feel like really kind of what happened is that I really was just so sketched out about the idol and just like was so concerned about him having the idol and him lying to me about not having the idol and you know i just really didn't think that there was because i had looked for the idol like a good amount by that point and then also having that clue that went with megan basically directly to where the idol was supposed to be um you know i really just i, I didn't think there was a good ch- a high chance that tokidoki had it anybody in tokidoki would have found it uh, obviously completely wrong um, but I was I just like really started to not trust Ben for really no reason of his own. And I, yeah, and yeah, so I just started, I was just like, okay, I really, you know, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna really start playing up both sides. I already kind of was playing both sides, of course, but I was just like, okay, this is, I feel like if I maybe, if I had the idol or if I knew that Ben had the idol, like, you know, if like he had told me that he had the idol, and he had found the idol, but you know, he didn't, or if like, somehow like Eliza had told me this year that, you know, just basically if I knew about the idol, I yeah. think I would have been a lot more comfortable still being with ben. But That was just like such a big red flag to me, which I overreacted to, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know, sorry, I'm already feel like I'm gonna yeah. be able to talk so much this episode about it. No, but like
1: you're the one playing, yeah. so.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I can see how that would like be concerning too, because it's like, if you think about it from your perspective, you just went to the place where it seems like the idol is and it's not there. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. Ben probably has it. If yeah. you then go to Ben and tell him, oh, I got the clue from Megan. And like, he knows that he would then, from your perspective, Ben would know that, you know, he has the idol. Right. And then like, you wouldn't want him to know that you knew that, which is all this like, this. I, I, I can see how which obviously Ben didn't have the idol. So like, he wouldn't have cared. He would have told, if you would have told him, you'd be like, okay, whatever. I couldn't find it either. But like, from your perspective, if he had it, like if somebody has the idol, you don't want to tell them, oh, I just searched for the idol and I didn't find it in the exact spot that it should have been in. Like, that's Mm -hmm. obviously like something that can lead to like mistrust. So like, I can see why you wouldn't want to tell him if you thought that he had it. Yeah, exactly. And like, like, I was just, and it was just,
2: like, the reason why I, I thought so, I was so sure that he had it was just basically, like, the other candidates. I Camila 100% would have told me, because, like, I, I really just feel like we were super close at that point. And Megan, like, I didn't think that she would have it in her to, like, do this, like, 100 IQ play of, like, finding it and then t- bring us to the exact spot and being like, oh, wait, it's not here, what? You know, like, I just, that didn't seem like it. Katie didn't strike me as the type of person who would go out and find it. It, like put in a ton of time looking for the idol. I could have been wrong, but like, so and just I knew Ben had found um, an idol before in the last season. Um And he just, had the was, clue. Yeah, he had the clue. Um, like he, I, he could have like looked for it himself before he sent it to us. The previous the Tom episode. Yeah, there's just like so many signs that are pointing me towards Ben having it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Which if Elisa had not found it there, you would have had it instead, and then you definitely wouldn't have mistrusted. Yeah. That. Uh, it, this
2: this episode, I mean, th- everything changes so much. If I if I found that idol, it's 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 I, I don't even know where to start talking about it because like, would you yeah. have
1: played it this week? <laughs> well, because yourself. I mean, you have
2: to get into like super like deep into it. Because like, if I already had it, I probably would have been less. I probably would have wanted mm. to tell Ben that you know I was looking for it. There wouldn't be really a reason for Ben to not That's trust true. me. I, I know, you can get like super deep into it or you can like, we can get more into this, but like, I honestly, for a lot, for basically all this episode, I didn't really even think that I was in danger. I really thought that Camilo yes, was, was gonna be the one that was in danger. Like, I thought there was definitely a, a big chance of it being me, but like, I thought, I forgot exactly why. I don't know if it was something that Megan said. Um, I think maybe she might've like changed the story slightly or something to us and telling telling us that like, oh, Nate said that they're voting for Camila, even though she knew that they're voting for me. Um, yeah, I don't know the exact 100% details on it. Maybe we can talk to her about that at some point. Um, but um, yeah, I think the edit kind of almost really saved me because I really, for a lot of it, I think I thought that it was gonna be Camila going home. And I was, I was just really working hard to save her because she was my number one person. And like, I just thought that like going into a swap about somebody that I can really actually fully trust because so I didn't trust Ben at all, obviously. Um, even though, like, we were had this pretty good alliance, I, like, was very wary about him. So I was, mm-hmm. like, really almost fighting for her. So I'm, like, there's, like, a universe. I have the idol, and I play it on Camila, and I go home, and I just look, like, even bigger. Oh, he, like,
0: interesting. So, oh, man.
2: Yeah.
1: So you and your idol yeah. plays.
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah. Man. So I guess do you want to talk about, like, so there's this plan where, as of, as of like the day before Tribal, the plan was originally two on Megan, two on Nate. Mm-hmm. But since Ben, Katie, and Nate were going to vote for you, you would have went home three, two, one. Exactly. So it, it switched from one, three, two, one to another three, two, one. But it, initially, like I remember. You know, I was remember me Sarah, I think we were we were talking I think we, we were
1: texting, like, yeah. We were like,
0: poor Jack, like Jack's gonna get voted off this week, he's gonna be <sighs> so disappointed. Like and obviously we couldn't let on anything that like you were gonna be in trouble. So we just had to completely just not <laughs> talk yeah. about season four at all. But yeah. we were just like Jack's I was remember thinking, like, a Jack is a goner, like there's a few days at least, because like this had happened earlier in the week, I think, where mm-hmm. we were like there's at least a couple of days where like you were just going to be voted off.
2: And I had no idea. I had absolutely zero idea.
0: You guys, yeah, you yeah. know,
2: I mean, I talked to you guys a lot through the yeah. season. Obviously we did KYTL, you know, very mm-hmm. meta, but like I, I <laughs> you guys did a great job like all season. Um, however long I last at, you know, at not giving anything away with your emotions or, you know, any snide, you know, or like those, you know, yeah. yeah.
1: Right. As friends of the players and also being producers, you're also kind of playing survivor as well. Like you have <laughs> to kind of like, yeah, yeah, you just you can't spill anything. You gotta be on your toes. You gotta like remember it, what information they know and what you know.
0: <laughs> and it never ends because we still like have all this knowledge of the rest of season four and all mm-hmm. the future seasons that we have to like be careful yeah. not to like, <laughs> yeah, mention. And never, the game never stops, folks. Yeah, it never, it never stops. But yeah, <laughs> it's so
2: ominous.
0: I, I love that. I love the clips of how, like you, you were like, I, I really, I know this is like, and you know, I don't really think I'm going to go home. And I know the person that says that is always the person that goes home. But I really don't think it's going to be me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Camila's like, yeah. Sometimes I feel nervous saying I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to go home, but. I know I'm not going to go home, so I'm not that nervous, actually. Uh, Like, just – I can't believe – the fact that you guys both had a line that was exactly like, I'm not going to go home, was so perfect. Like, you guys you guys were kind of on top of the tribe. Like, I can see why you guys felt so confident at that point because, like, you were in the middle of these two pairs. Like, you didn't expect the two pairs to, like, talk to each other and, like, turn against you.
2: Yeah, I mean – yeah, we we definitely felt on top of the world at that point. Um, yeah. Little, little did we know. And like in 95% of, you know, Survivor episodes and College Survivor CBS Survivor, we have those confessionals We're super confident. Um, and then, you know, it cuts to Tribal and then one of us goes home. But this episode was not like 95% of all Survivor episodes. True. There's still a ton more that happened, I feel like. Yeah. Also,
1: I clock- wanted to I wanted to give a shout out to the big wigs reference.
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: We got a little cameo. And then you were yeah. like Jack, you're like, me, Megan, and Camila, we're gonna be what me, Sam, and Sarah should have been if we all mm-hmm. trusted each other.
3: Exactly. We'll see.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah do you want to talk about that that night where um Megan spilled everything to you guys and... Yeah,
2: it was definitely one of the biggest shocks um, I had ever So co- ever um, up to this point. Like, I feel like the two the two big things that were just like completely world shaken are when I got in the car <laughs> with you and Mike, Sarah, at the end, at Final Eight in season two. I was <laughs> okay, like, you uh, were like, what's going on? I was just on? like, look
1: at all these texts and yeah. you were like, I don't even know. I we're like, we're going to save you, Jack. You were like, yeah. literally, oh my gosh.
2: So it was a very similar feeling, except yeah. um, I wasn't being, like well, I mean, okay. It wasn't, the saving hadn't already happened, basically. Like, you were basically, what you and, you and Mike were just able to tell me, this is what's happening. You're going to vote. It's going to be okay. You know, you're going to play your idol. Th- vote this way and it's going to be fine. I'm just like, oh, okay. Just like completely just like shell-shocked. But here- You had,
1: you had to do more.
2: Yeah. I had to actually go out and do stuff. So I yeah. want So first of all, um, I just want to give like all of the credit in the world to Megan here. Because I feel like this is like a really brilliant thing on her part because she kind of looked at what was happening and where she her placement in the tribe was if she was to vote right. me off, you know. And especially- Um, You know, she was already, I feel like, kind of getting a little bit concerned about it, and then, like, hearing about um, everything that Ben um, was telling Ivy, which she then kind of heard through Jackson, and she's just like, I really cannot trust Ben at all, can I? Like, even though Jack has kind of been lying to me, and, like, he and Camila are, like, playing both sides and, like, you know, not being fully honest with me, I'm going to be more safe with him in the long run too which is funnily enough like i feel like exactly kind of the mentality that you and mike had going into you know (laughs) final eight like you were like okay like jack can't really fully be trusted he was lying to me about this like about his idols but like i'm in a better place with him and like voting out sam Uh, than like you know letting him go and kind of letting sam take control you know like right I feel like there's like really a lot of parallels between this week and final eight. Yeah. yeah,
1: it goes. just happened re- real quick. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I like how Megan was. She had this confessional where she was talking about how she's not just going to like sit here and be on the bottom, but like Nate, like, and then if Nate goes, like, she could be the next one. Like, I like how she actually mobilized. Yeah. yeah I, I like that in a player. Mm hmm.
2: Yeah, so like I think so, so. I think what happened is that she went to Camila first, then Camila like convinced her to like fully go to me with this. So like I feel like Camila also played a pretty big part in that. Is that like you know if you know if she didn't feel like we had me and her had a good enough connection, she could have just gone with Megan and be like, oh no, Megan, like it's mm. fine, you know, or blah blah. Like I feel like each of us kind of had our own like little part to play, like you know, if, if one of us didn't do things exactly in the right way, this move wouldn't have worked out. Right. Yeah. So anyways, um, we get to, like, I get the call while we're recording KYTL, like I go over there and, you know, Megan spills everything, like, you know, apologize like profusely for, you know, not telling her everything about, you know, the Breakfast Club Alliance and everything. And, you know, it, it almost, I feel like kind of like, the experience of being in that position at Final Eight in season two kind of helped me. Cause in, in like, I was like, I'm not gonna just be shell shocked this time and kind of like hope things go my way tomorrow. Like I wanna do something. I remember yeah. like we kind of t- talked for a long time about trying to figure out what that something was. I remember there's like some weird thing that Megan and Camila tried about like trying to like text Ben about Nate I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. Like, do you remember the The same? Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was some like weird like strategy that uh, Megan and Camila were trying. Like, we either were either with Nate or Ben. I just and I was like kind of like sitting in the back, just like this is not going to work. Like, I don't know what kind of weird things they're trying. Like, there's something else we got to do. And so this was the night before, and I feel like I kind of like slept on it. Um, and was just like, really just kind of like trying to think of what to do. Cause I knew I was like, I was not going down without a fight. Like, right. um, at that point, like I was saying earlier, like, I thought that it, like, from what Megan had said, it's kind of seemed like they are voting for Camila, but like, there was definitely a high chance it could have been me too. Um, and obviously it in reality, it actually was going to be me. So I was just like, I'm not going to go down without a fight. I'm not going to just kind of, like, let this happen or, like, see if maybe this weird kind of thing worked and go to travel council and hope that, like, Megan and Camila like, go to rocks for me. Because I was like, I feel like Camila would go to rocks for me at this point. I don't think Megan would. I think that Megan would probably be way too scared of rocks and flip back if that happened. So I'm like, I need to just do something to try to actually get Ben to flip back onto my side so we can vote him out. So I just kind of you know, I just kind of thought of, like, what if I just try being honest with him? You know, honest. <laughs> you know, just try, A like, novel the idea. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And she's, like, it seemed like, you know, everything that happened this week was about people, like, you know, revealing lies and stuff like that. And, you know, people double crossing. So I was, like, if I just completely come clean to Ben and just, like, play on his emotions, because I know that like, he's been trying to be an honest person and just be, like, you know, I've... You know, I went into this game trying to, like, lie a lot or whatever. And, like, now I just realized it's not working out. Like, I'm sorry I lied to you about this, blah, blah, blah. And just, like, really, really just work at him. And, you know, you don't really get a sense of time from this um, episode. But it was a long time that I spent on Ben's couch. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Like, right before the night of Tribal. And, like, honestly, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful that he even, like, let me come over there. Because I was like, right. basically, Ben, we need to talk about this. Like, I just feel so weird. You know, he could have easily just, even just, like, not responded and be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry I was in a group project, blah, blah, you know. Yeah. I, I probably would have been gone that night. <laughs> you know, yeah. so thanks to Ben for, you know, answering and wanting to meet right before travel council. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks for, thanks to Ben for wanting it. to meet.
0: It got Thank him voted off. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so, uh,
2: moral stories okay. never meet with people on Survivor. No, <laughs> that's
1: funny because that I was mean, your mistake in season
3: two.
2: Exactly. Not,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think that from from what I've seen in the footage, and I guess this will be also maybe a question for Megan, but like she was, I I really think she would not have gone to rocks.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I yeah, I really yeah. think that if you had not gotten Ben to Ben and Katie to flip their votes to Nate, that it would have been a tie and I think that Megan would have flipped on you and you would have been home. So like
3: Mm -hmm.
0: that really was like that meeting with Ben before tribal is as much as like, I want to give Megan a lot of credit and Nate, I want to give both of them a lot of credit Mm -hmm. for how the way they changed this vote. Um, I I mean, you really did like save yourself in this episode. Like, Mm -hmm. and one of like, I think one of the best moves or biggest moves I've seen in like definitely all season and maybe even like across multiple seasons, like, because the way the way that you had that conversation with Ben, you completely manipulated him, and oh. literally like got, got him to vote himself off. Basically, this is like the like, only, yeah. This
1: is like the only time where we're like, you did such a good job manipulating, like, yeah. great job,
0: great job, yeah, great job. <laughs> Played
2: expertly on his emotions.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was. That's a thing. It's like it was obviously like devastating to see from Ben's side, but like. Mm-hmm. You really, you did say in the season that you were going to play. You know, last time I was me and this one meaner, like you know, you wanted to play a little bit more intense this time. You said, you know, I don't want to get voted off like some chump. Mm-hmm. Like you, you really had like we you definitely, we definitely seen a different version of Jack this season of like this more cutthroat kind of like you know mob boss sort of persona that we didn't really see as much in season two, at least near the end.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, I was not going to go down without without actually fighting for it this time. I think maybe season two Jack would have just been like, you know, I don't know if there's anything more we can do at this point. Let's just, <laughs> let's go to travel and, and pray. You know, I think I got some people <laughs> on my side, but you know, it's all right. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But I, I was, I wanted to try that and yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just literally, Like, and also I just had like, kind of like this nervous energy through it. And I just feel like that nervous energy, I kind of like um, maybe played it up a little bit or like, because it was also like very real because I was very nervous about that vote. I think that kind of helped my believability of, you know, coming clean and just like feeling bad about it. And really I was just kind of like, I knew, um, that I was, it was to vote out Ben. Yeah. So I think that's a question that people have had because um, I think the, you guys, the editors. And, like, you know, the storyboarders, you really wanted to make it seem like, you know, that the purpose of that meeting was to get Ben to vote for Nate so then we could all vote Nate out together. But really, mm-hmm. that over the whole time was actually, I wanted to vote out Ben. And I think yeah. that, um, you know, some people, like, I think that kind of looking at it, I like guess it's, it's kind of hard to talk about this stuff without really going, without spoiling possibly things that happen later in the season. But, like, I think it's reasonable to be, like, is this a good idea to vote out um, Ben right before the swap and kind of like completely mm-hmm. crash yeah. your tribe. But I think the thing is um, it was gonna be so hard to not vote out Ben at that point. Like me and Kimela, mm-hmm. and Megan had so much energy of us. Like, we need to find a way to stick it back to Ben. He's trying to turn it on us. We need to turn it back on him. Like, it was really, like, all, once we had that meeting, like the night before, like the three of us were writing down Sven's name. I don't think there's anything that really could have done to stop that and um yeah I don't know it's just that like yeah there's there's I don't know it was just
1: no yeah there's nothing like the feeling of meeting with like your alliance and just like all being on the same page and like getting excited about voting one person (laughs) like that's what it was like when we were all like oh we're gonna get Jack out that one like we were like so pumped up for it like you don't even really (laughs) think about the consequences anymore you're like you're just like excited to do it and like yeah
0: yeah but it seems like it did change that time though (laughs)
1: <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: but it's like in the moment, it's just so much adrenaline. It's like yeah, hard to describe.
0: I know, I know. It's true though. Yeah. Plus, like I can see what you're saying to Jack, like how, um, like Ben. I think you said it in the episode. Like Ben had tried to get you out. Like if someone's, mm-hmm. if you hear hear that someone, I, mean, I guess you didn't know if he was going for you or Camila. Yeah. But if if you know hear that someone's that was, going yeah. to like get you out, like. I feel like it's a very natural response to be like, screw them. Like I'm getting rid of them now. Like yeah. they're not going to be able to stick it to me. Like they're not getting away with that,
2: you know, like yeah. that kind
0: of thing. You and know, if someone not- is willing to vote you out, like you, how can you really trust them down the road? They're not going to do it again.
2: Exactly. And like the other side of like saying, oh, Ben's going to be a shield if we go to a swap. Is that like, oh, I already know that there's this, you know, um, you know, this, Bad blood between us that maybe he's trying to hide. I can still see him right. going to people and being like, "Hey, let's flip this on Jack at the swap." Like if, if we he guns onto to a tribe with Tokidoki, you know, if like maybe there's some sort of weird swap tribe of like me, him, Ivy, some other people, I could be very, very vulnerable in that situation, you know, yeah. if they want to flip it onto me, you know, mm-hmm. he could, he could, because like, I now because I know that he knows all this information that I get, that he knows, you know, just getting to know nose, his nose, noses it's kind of hard to talk about but you know it's just like I know that he has dirt on me that he could give to other people um you know this might kind of fracture our tribe more Mm -hmm. and you know like into like a potential swap situation but like at this point I feel like it's I'm more worried about Ben being a more dangerous player than maybe and like this is my thoughts at the time I I, like she's really great and like very good survivor player, um, but like I was more worried about Ben doing more damage than like maybe Katie going into a swap. Mm-hmm. Like, like, makes, mm-hmm. makes sense. Just, I know that Ben played before. I know that he has survivor experience. You know.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Speaking of Ben, uh, I'm curious about his thoughts on on all this, and I'm I'm yeah. very curious to see what how you and you and Ben. I want to see you guys interact and talk about this episode together because okay. obviously you two had, had a lot to talk about. So, uh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it's gonna be a
2: fun little reunion. All right, yeah, yeah let's, let's get Ben, right, let's get ben let's on. Bring it. him
1: on. So, we have Ben as our guest this week. First of all, love the shirt.
4: Thank you. Oh my <laughs>
1: always serving the looks. Oh, I just want to say your confessionals are always my favorite because you're always like kind of either super disheveled and, like, <laughs> freaking out or just, like... <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just really funny. Like, the state that you're in each time is, like, different.
3: <laughs>
0: I, you're always framing your shots so well. Yeah. Thank you. I definitely rec-
4: always recorded mine when I was, like, at my worst time. I should have been <laughs> recording them, looking back at it. Like, I should have, like, prepared myself more, but that, that's very nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I um, was
0: noticing... We saw a lot more like shirtless uh, Ben confessionals this season. I was like, "Are we getting some shades of Brady? like maybe mm-hmm. maybe um we're we're getting uh just like the, the I don't know, this, I noticed that you, you had a one night stand with the idol, shirtless in bed. <laughs> I definitely
4: was inspired. Brady, I think, texted me and was was uh, taking credit for me being shirtless, so I guess he owns <laughs> that now.
2: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As a whole, I guess maybe we were you trying to play like more like Brady. then? because I know you talked a lot about how you're trying to like change your game up. So if you're trying, were you trying to model yourself almost off of Brady and trying to including the shirtless even part of it?
4: <laughs> I I don't think so. <laughs> I love I I loved playing with him, but uh, no. I think honestly, the I was trying to really play more like myself. I think season three, I really put on a lot of characteristics that I thought would be entertaining to watch. And so this time I was like, I need to strip down more. And- Yeah, it was still they, you did
2: strip down more, yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. T- taking the shirt off.
4: <laughs> and that was, that was the metaphor. There's where yeah. my
3: history comes in, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: what was it like playing two seasons back to back?
4: A bad decision. <laughs> 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 um, it was honestly, a lot of mental stress and i don't think i would recommend it to anyone i'm glad i did it because like my survivor experience was in one chunk of time but it's hard and winter is much
3: harder than
2: Yeah, how exactly did you come to play in this season? Because I know um, like the other three of us were like seniors, you know, and this was kind of our last chance and you weren't a senior, but like, so how did that whole process start?
4: So I think they had the twist idea. I was the last person to be cast. And um, I I honestly can't remember exactly how it went down, but I think they wanted, if I can say this, they wanted Brie, but Brie was too busy. and i knew that this would be the last semester of college that i would have enough free time to ever play again if i wanted to and so i think i like threw out the idea almost as a joke like oh i'd come back and then people kind of like liked that idea and then because brie couldn't play and they needed someone from school music theater and dance then Mm. it was really like it was me or it was lavana but like
2: Oh my god! I, I think I was more if, Levi, if I came on the first day and I saw Levana <laughs> there, I would have. Oh my god, the gameplay would be so yeah. fascinating. <laughs> That's so curious.
0: I, I guess like kind of on that note, Ben. I mean, you just come off season three. You didn't have that much time in between these two seasons. Like, what was your mindset entering the game as season four? very disheveled
4: like (laughs) i came in i think that like over christmas break i maybe like took some notes and like kind of thought that i had figured out my season three game but like as y'all know it takes a really long time and honestly it takes watching yourself to really understand your game and so like i think i came out of season three like cooled off focused on my work and then immediately was like thrown back into the semester i mean like Adam I ran into like Adam the day before we started playing at like a party that was at my house and literally the night before at this party like our water main broke and it flooded our basement completely and I was up until like four in the morning dealing with this like with the city like fixing the water so oh I was coming God. off of like no sleep showing
3: up
4: <laughs> um, and that was pretty much my state of mind the whole month I was playing.
3: <laughs> wow. Oh my God.
1: That's funny. Is that so? Can you talk us about your decision to tell everyone about the Ben Bomb like day one?
4: Yeah, maybe day one was not the smartest idea. I will, (laughs) I will admit that. But um, I think I talked about it on the show. I knew that the information was easy to use against me, and the only way that I could have any sort of control about that information, at least with my tribe, is if everyone heard it from me. Right. Um, Because like I knew jack very little compared Mm -hmm. to aliza and matthew because matthew is my producer and i wasn't sure because like Bree had told me don't watch out for jack like he's gonna cut you and i was like i don't know like i think i'll end up on a tribe with him so yeah i knew that if i don't know i was worried about you because were you gonna did you have any plans to like use that information against me going into it
2: oh a hundred percent and yeah i've kind of defended you on this podcasts um in previous episodes for like because you know you did get a lot of hate for that and maybe there was maybe a more artful way you could have done it but like i was totally going to plan on using that as even just like with the people who i'm like closest with like you know at this point like camila or megan or whatever to get them kind of closer to me you know i was totally planning on like using what i knew about the other attorneys games against them including you And so like, I definitely think it's a, I don't think it's a bad idea at all to go out ahead of it. Like maybe not telling the entire tribe on the first night, like, yeah.
3: No, (laughs) I don't think
4: there was a good way to do it, but I also did know Mm -hmm. that like, if I was going to do that out in front of everyone, that it was going to immediately make people start talking about me. And that would make you feel a little bit, at least in a better position. Mm -hmm. And that would make you want to work with me more. Yeah. I don't know. I don't regret that decision. Like, of all the things I've done, to yeah. whatever, like, that's the one where I'm like, yeah, it looked insane, but I know that I did that right.
2: Yeah, yeah. and I, I honestly, think... like, no, Go ahead, Sam. I
0: was gonna say, honestly, like, yeah, I, I, I kind of like the idea to do it to everybody on day one, honestly. Like, I think that that is the best way to do it, because thinking about it like sure it'll cause a little bit of a bomb at the very beginning of the game but at least you like kind of rip that band-aid off like right away like immediately after the first challenge basically and then it's like by the time we get to like you know like week three week four like nobody's really talking about the talking about it anymore like it's just not really an issue anymore Mm -hmm. whereas like yeah i could see it having become a bigger issue if like oh you told the people kind of like You know, what if you told people, like, in smaller groups and then it, like, leaked out? People are like, oh, how come Ben told them and not me? And,
2: like, the whole thing that is just, like, right away. That Ben told Katie Well, like, why didn't he tell us this? And now Katie, yeah, Mm -hmm. totally same.
0: Like, I kind of feel like, I I do agree, like, telling everybody right away, day one, rip off a band-aid, like, that's, it's, 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 it's tough to have to deal with, like, the kind of baggage from season three. But I feel like that is, like, the best way to the only way I can really think to do it that like other than somehow all four attorneys agreeing to keep everyone's game a secret which there's just no way that was going to happen yeah and I think I like maybe
4: gauged in that meeting where like all four of the returnees met up before the game I was kind of trying to gauge like all right what sort of game are we going to play here and in that everyone was very much like yeah it's all four of us to the end okay mm-hmm. and nobody kind of everyone was holding their cards so I was like okay I need to make sure that the easy play is not available to them. Yeah. I don't know, but it did set the tone. Like, I feel like the people who heard that information either heard it and were like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, they got over it. Or, like, that was the formative kind of lens that they perceived me through, and they never got over that, especially on the other tribe.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think that's the reason. I don't think it played very much at all into, like, the reason you have voted off this week. No. You know? Yeah, like I don't think that really had. I don't think so. I think by the time, yeah, maybe it would have come into some sort of weird I, thing and a swap with maybe other people's perspectives of you. But yeah, I, I think that was yeah probably not a super huge issue for you. I think. Yeah, you had others.
0: <laughs> no. I had a lot of. <laughs> uh,
1: Sam, were you gonna? I do.
0: I guess. I guess I won like devil's advocate would be like it did seem that megan was a one person that like really never trusted you like throughout the whole game and i do think maybe she's someone that kind of just like had kind of a negative first impression of like after the ben bomb and just like from then on she was like even going to kind of this episode where you're voted off and the sides are kind of forming and megan decided to tell jack and camila like i guess i wonder how much that was due to her not really like trusting you and Katie and not really trusting Nate versus like how much was formed off of day one.
4: I think um, I also- I do feel like I'm, Megan, yeah. I don't think I did enough work with Megan at all. During mm-hmm. this, like I, I
3: yeah.
4: definitely could have done a lot more socializing and whether that was like just the, I, I honestly don't really know why I didn't, mm-hmm. but uh, like, I don't think I met up with her one-on-one at all in the game and so like it makes sense that she never really trusted me because I was not telling her information.
2: Yeah and I I think I was kind of you know at least up to this point in this game not talking about you know anything that comes after this but like I'm definitely I feel like I had a kind of similar issue with Nate which kind of might have started off this whole process you know is that I feel like I had pretty good vibes with everybody on this tribe except for whatever reason I was not able to get a good connection with Nate and that kind of what started everything going against me, you know? So I think we both kind of had that one kind of blind spot person on our tribe and kind of, like, almost killed my game and then maybe ended up did killing your game, you know? Yeah. But very, very close to killing my game, yeah. I think it was for, easy for some to some just, reason. like...
4: Oh, sorry, I lagged. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No,
2: no, sorry. No. I was, I was
4: <laughs> um, I think it was easy to get into our like low four person alliance of us and Camila and Katie, and then just kind of be like, well, we have the numbers here too. And like, since at least I was already really busy at that time, you know, of course the numbers are going to shift. Of course the the relationship has to shift because every week is different. Yeah.
1: So with like the whole pair situation, were you kind of like set on going with like, I guess, what made you pick one pair over the other? Like, was it a constant switch? Like, oh, I feel good about this pair. Now I feel good about this other pair. Like,
4: Which pairs are you talking about?
1: So it's, like, you and Katie, Jack and Camila, Megan and Nate. Did you see it that way, as, like, three pairs?
4: I think by this week, I did. Okay. Yeah. But I didn't see... I honestly never really saw Nate and Megan together, because okay. all of the rela- Like, the relationship that I have with Nate, especially... In this week of the game, he would tell me about like, oh, I was talking to Megan and blah blah blah, and this is what happened. So like, I didn't, I didn't think that Nate had strong relationships with anyone. Okay. Um, but I definitely was able to. I mean, it, it kind of happened naturally, like Camila and Jack, and then me and Katie. Um, I also like did not realize how, because I think everyone immediately was like, they are a power duo. Like, oh my gosh, look at them. <laughs> I did. Like, we didn't even. Try to do that, or like have any sort of name to that until maybe the second, third week. But everyone like immediately was clocking us for that, which I thought <laughs> was really
0: funny. And yeah, mate it was like, "Ben and Katie are sharing of sharing noodles at, oh, yeah. at no time, <laughs> like, You're in an alliance. He's very perceptive. Like I, I keep forgetting yeah. the be alliance before I even make it. Yeah, <laughs> he like could see the future. He could see you guys are going to have an alliance. They. They vibe, which which was true. I mean, you and Katie did vibe, like, from, like, day one, like, second one. Like, you guys shook each other's hands. And, like, you guys vibe. Yeah, she's so great. I mean, like, Jack, you know, like, Katie's just mm-hmm. – and Camila, like, really,
4: El Norte was a great group of people. And, like, regardless of how the game ended up, everyone – except for the first person who was voted out, I had a pretty, like, good – I really liked everyone on the tribe. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah.
1: were we talking about? how, Wait, Ben, were you the first one to show up in your tribe on the first day, or like one of the first ones? Because we were talking about how it's always you and like the first person get really close, like for you and Brady. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was you and Katie first. yes <laughs> we like like, Or like yeah. he just likes the, like, the early early birds. <laughs>
0: And they need to have a two-syllable name that ends with like an e sound, <laughs> and then then you know that's ride or dies to the end. That's oh, so it's so fascinating. It's a pattern now. It's a pattern.
4: Now. <laughs> yeah.
0: See, you need to come back again for the third time, Ben. Be there first, and somebody's gonna rhyme with Brady or Katie. They'll be the second person, and that <laughs> that's, that's the time where you guys are going to make it to the final that's two. Actually, yeah, you wow. it will we'll, about... be
4: destiny. All I can think about is Katie and Sadie from Total Drama.
0: <laughs> uh, literally, Wait, I started thinking, just
1: watched, yeah.
0: I just watched through Total Drama, and I love that I caught that reference.
1: <laughs>
0: Jack show. and Sarah haven't watched yeah, well, it, so it's, it's a little bit sad for them. But
1: he sent us a lot of screenshots mm-hmm. of the show.
0: I, I was mentioning how a lot of people from Survivor Michigan remind me of people from Total Drama Island, and it's actually funny <laughs> how uncanny some of the like comparisons are. We definitely are cartoonish in that oh, way. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of cartoonish <laughs> people, can we talk about Tom and all of his antics? Oh, I Tom love Tom. the oh uh, fake idol. <laughs> yeah
1: yes. the fake idol clue.
0: Okay, the fake idol
4: was. I thought it was a good play, personally. I thought I played that mm-hmm. week that well. Um, yep. Tom is great. I really, I mean, I don't know what to say. Tom was, you you probably saw it on the show, like talking to everyone and uh, throwing everybody's name out there. It was, he he was so chaotic that it made me confused about my perception of everybody else on the tribe. Mm -hmm. I was like, is he telling me like the true information? And I'm just like naive to all of it. Um, I don't know, maybe I, the fake idol was a little bit of an overplay, but.
1: I liked it. Did you make it from scratch?
4: I did, and I never <laughs> got it back. Um, oh, it no. was like one of my shoelaces from my Doc <laughs> Martin boots, and then like some trinkets that I had from like a middle school trip to the beach or something.
0: <laughs> know. That's amazing. Does, does Tom still
2: have that? Do we know where he that is? He probably
1: does. Me? I'm pretty sure I mean- Tom has it.
2: I hope he does. He deserves yeah. that souvenir.
1: He wouldn't throw yeah, I, away I still have
2: my fake idol, so
1: Yeah, like, Tom wouldn't throw away a relic <laughs> oh, yeah. from Survivor
2: yeah, yeah, Ben, do you remember this? Oh, yes, I do oh, my <laughs> Do God. I remember
4: <laughs> <Have a right laughs> You just, like, <laughs> whip it out Yeah, I literally I have it in my desk right
2: yeah.
4: I'm so happy you have that ben, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, for those uh, unaware this is the fake idol that I found on the premiere of season 2 that ended up uh, marinating on Ghost Island, and became Ben's <laughs> real idol. <laughs> in season three. Wow, you guys had that bond.
0: hmm that so, was our. Three lines great. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think I remember talking to you about that and just like apologizing for making it so hard to find because you spent like so long in the arm looking for that.
4: Part of me was like, okay, maybe the stars are kind of aligned. Like yeah. Jack and I are going to work well together. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean, you were just talking about you and Jack and your relationship, like. So, yeah, what was going through your head when when Nate first told you like that Jack had basically been playing both sides and he you know he had gotten this clue from Megan and he hadn't told you about it like we saw we saw in the show you were de- you're definitely like upset about this like what was what was running through your head? I
4: felt bad because I had kind of also been playing like I'd been telling Jack that he was my number one and I'd been telling Katie that she was my number one. And then like, when I heard that you had been talking to like other people or I can't really remember Mm -hmm. what was happening, honestly. But um, no, I felt bad because I think Katie had started to grow suspicious of you and Camila. And I was like, I'm not ready to act on that yet. But then I was like, oh shit, like Jack is actively acting on it. I need to step up, I need to like, Do something about it so i like katie and nate and i all met up and like tried to concoct a plan or something but obviously it got back to you
2: (laughs) yeah i mean it was it like by all accounts like should have worked i should have probably been gone it's just like the chaos of this week's strategy is like really like i feel like some of the most intense weird like back and forth gameplay on Survivor Michigan ever. You know? It was so,
4: confusing,
2: like so confusing. I could, I
4: never got a grasp on it because like, I wanted to be wrong, you know? Like mm-hmm. I really wanted to be wrong that, you, I wanted the information that you were double crossing me to be wrong. But, Wait, so
1: when, y- when you yeah. met with Jack, how much of what he was telling you did
4: you believe? At first, I really didn't believe anything, but then, I don't know, he got to this, Jack is very good, like he's very, <laughs> he's, he, and you stayed there for a while, which I was impressed I by. I was like, there, there came a point where I was like, you are sitting on my couch, you've been sitting on my couch for 45 minutes, you look like a bus has just hit you and you <laughs> like, everything, like, I don't know. I think I bought into it when you, gave me like the eyes, you know, like the mm-hmm. please for me sort of eyes. eyes.
2: No, I literally, I, I remember the exact moment, I think where I like kind of won you over. Like, I think it's like, the, I think it's in the episode too. It's like when I like, I like lean back and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I just, <laughs> okay. You were like, okay, yeah,
4: lo- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. But also because I was like, I need Jack to come to the conclusion that getting me out is not the right move here because mm-hmm. It wasn't like, or like, Mm -hmm. it's not at week four getting me out right before possibly a swap. Like, I am clearly target number one to everybody in this game. Like, why would you want me gone? Mm -hmm. I think that's why I was willing to believe that he had come around, is because in my head, my path of like staying in the game was much better for him than me leaving. Mm -hmm. yeah
2: yeah and like I think objectively speaking like I think you're right there like obviously it's really hard to talk about too much about things that like might happen like later in the season but I do feel like um like a lot of like what I was saying to you like what's like true I feel like is that like of like you know us needing to stick together of us like you know needing to do this like of like trying to like be meat shields for each other or whatever at the swab and trying to like not splinter the tribe too much was true. But I just, I think we talked about it a little bit on this podcast already, but like, um, I feel like it was just, um, it was really gonna, gonna be hard for us, like for me to convince like Megan and Camila to actually vote for Nate. Oh, you know, like, I just feel like at that point there was just so much like kind of momentum going in the direction of us voting out you. that like, even if I like came out of that meeting, and like was really convinced that I could not vote for you. Like there was no time. That was literally like the day of tribal, like it was a few hours till tribal. So like-
4: Well, and it didn't help that Elisa
2: found the idol and everyone thought I had mm-hmm. it. But, so yeah, that, I mean, like, that's kind of, mm-hmm. that's really kind of what started this whole thing. Like I feel yeah. like-
0: Which is funny, cause like Elisa got me, you know?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. And another kind of like element to it, I think too, is that like Jack wasn't even entirely sure that you were going to be changing mm-hmm. your votes in Nate. Like there is still that doubt that, like, what if you're still, what if you and Katie were still voting for Jack? What if you had the idol and we're going to play it? Like all that's kind of like mm-hmm. stuff What if you're, too. what if
2: you're voting for Camila? Because I remember that was actually a big part of it. That's kind of like not really shown in the episode is that mm-hmm. even I thought that there was like a really big possibility that like the vote originally was actually gonna be towards Camila, not even towards me. And I think the edit almost kind of probably saved me because it made me look like I was smarter than I was. Cause I actually really for a long time thought it was gonna be Camila that week. And I was like fighting for Camila. Cause I felt that it's like you guys were not Camila that my game would be like, like almost blown over. Up, yeah. yeah, blown up, you know. I think, I think that was also like definitely
4: an option. Like that's something me and Katie talked about. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know, like what do you do in that situation?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. I and mean, there's like this whole piece, they don't even show in the episode, but like he's obviously for time and for drama and, you know, all this. But like we have our conversation and Katie ends up being pulled into it over FaceTime. And like, we, yeah. yeah and like, I think you guys at first, first are trying to really convince me to vote for Camila as kind of like, a, you know, like we need to at least do something because of line. This will bring us together, whatever. Like, it just really was really fighting. I had to like really fight for you guys to switch the vote to Nate. So I wasn't sure. If that part worked, I wasn't sure if you guys were gonna vote for me. I wasn't sure if you're gonna vote for Camila still. Like I was really unsure. Like I had a good feeling that it had worked. Like it was the confessional of me saying like, this is the best survivor I played in my life. But like, uh-huh. but, like you know, I was, I was re- there was a lot of uncertainty for sure. Yeah. But you
4: also like, I, I, I know you wanna give credit to other people, but you coming over and doing that was what made me go home. Like, ultimately, you made the move that got me out. And so, like, you should be proud of yourself for that. I'm, a, I, I, I'm crazy and hard to, like, play survivor with. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, if we were to give, like... I feel... like... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Sarah. Um, I was just going to say, like, do you think there's, like, one person who deserves... Like, if we were to credit this week to one person, who who would it be?
2: I don't know because like it, it's really hard to because I feel like it's so much of it is Megan deciding to tell me. Like Camila yeah. said, Megan was our Jesus. Like I would have had really <laughs> no idea.
3: Because what did Megan like, tell you?
2: Like I think it was I don't I don't know if it was the day of or the day before. I think it might have been the day of. I don't remember exactly. Sam,
0: you might know better than me
2: honestly because you worked with I think it, like the it was the night
0: before. The night be- yeah, I think the night before sounds I, right. I think I, cause I drove with you guys up to North Campus to like film at Megan's apartment mm-hmm. and like I think it was at night and the next day was trial So it was like the night before, I think.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I totally like did not realize anything that's going going wrong. I, I was like pretty like feeling good about that Nate was going home and like I had no really reason to keep fighting it further. So like if while Megan deciding to tell um like me and Camila like yeah, definitely would not have happened. So it's like, and I, yeah, and I think, um, like obviously, like probably, like I, I we can probably talk for a while. But what would happen if, like, you know, Megan told us, told me and Camila, but like I wasn't able to convince you, or you know, that that whole thing didn't work out. I didn't have to go to your place. Like, it's probably gonna be a three-three vote. Or they're rocks. Somebody, pro- I, I imagine somebody probably flips before rocks, but like that's just—it's mm. really hard to say what happens in that scenario. But like, I think yeah.
4: you can't credit any move, like any move that's not like, oh, I played an idol and then there was only one vote left. You can't credit mm-hmm. it to just
0: one
3: person. Yeah, that's and true. So anybody
0: who wrote down my name, I would probably give them the credit. I mean, I want to give a lot of—I want to give a shout out to Nate though for yes. being definitely one hundred percent voted off to somehow like skating by even though it didn't even though he was still blindsided he did go from going home to not going home i almost felt i think in the moment
4: i felt really bad that like i had voted for him and then i was like i was getting votes and i was like shit now i feel bad about two things like yeah it was a conflicting moment i'm really sorry for cursing you out (laughs) i
2: deserved it
0: (laughs) It's all that's alive. the thing is like, I felt like with this episode, there's just so many, there's just like one big part of me that's like, wow, this was one of those entertaining moves I've seen where it's this three, two, one, we're seeing like one of the biggest players in like the last two seasons, like blindsided one of the biggest blindsides, this huge move. But I'm like, oh, but we're also, it's almost like this devastating part where it's like Ben had come back, you would come back and you would like, kind of like had this, kind of like redemption arc of like, I'm going to play loyal this time. Like, and ultimately that that loyalty is like what ended up being your downfall, Mm -hmm. which I think is like kind of sad where it's like, you know, you, you kind of like wanted to move on from like this villainous game. And then like this heroic game is what ends up like sending you home. So it's like, it's hard. It's like all these, I feel like that's one of the things that makes this episode so compelling is like, you have all these emotions of like going on at the same time about it. And there's no one right way to do it. Like, Mm -hmm. realistically, like
4: I could have gone back in and been lying to everyone and probably gone home the same week. Like, I don't know. I will say though, I should have known that I was getting voted out because everybody from production showed up to watch. And like
3: usually (laughs) at a tribal,
4: usually at a tribal, there's maybe seven. Producers, they're tops. But every single person and season four, so there was Jesse. Like, there were a lot of people from season three. Let me tell you, like more than half of the cast of season three was there and all drinking, wow. and, like ready to. <laughs> <walk>. <laughs> and I was just there, like lucky dog. Why are there so many people here right now? Like
1: <laughs> That's when you even know. Jesse was
0: there. I know That's Jesse did show
4: know. up. Wait, so Jesse like the. Like,
0: the angel of death showing up to tribal council. Like, <laughs> you know, it's if Jesse's there, you you know that uh, some shit's about to go down, yeah. So, Don't get
2: there. I have a question actually for Sam and Sarah. Um, yeah. when did you like what do you, if you guys remember? Like, do you remember when production like realized that Ben was going home, or did you guys like not know until tribal? Because I like did Ben, did you like message in a like, group me or anything that you're changing your vote, or
4: I think I grouped me my vote, they definitely knew because when I got. Brie was on production and like knew that I was going to be sent home, and she was in rehearsals with my roommates, who did not tell me. Like they were very like we we kept everything very like professional in that way. But when I got home, they were like, "We know <laughs> you just got."
3: Home. <laughs>
4: um, but probably like two hours beforehand, so people scrambled really quickly.
0: Mm-hmm. To
1: get I don't remember. Sam, do you remember?
0: I mean, yeah. What- Ben's recollection sounds right. I remember Bree being like I remember I remember I just remember I do remember like what you were talking about, Ben, like Bree was t- saying like, you know, gotta be there for Ben. Like, he's gonna be sad. There's it only it's only it was only a couple hours before, and we were like, Oh no. Like I think I remember being like happy that Jack was safe, but then sad that you were getting voted off. So it's like, yeah. okay, that's it was one of those it was one of those things where once Norte lost, I was like, I'm just gonna be Upset no matter who gets voted off at this point.
4: Nobody wanted us to lose at this point. Yeah. I don't I don't think anybody
0: no. wanted us to lose this No. Point. It was I really thought you guys were gonna win that Eric advantage. Like I was just I was shocked when you didn't. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I,
3: I really was shocked. You
1: guys on social media way more than them. And you guys are more social media oriented, I feel like. Like yeah. because we're you under the, Camila, uh,
0: these yeah. TikTok stars.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I think they
1: win. Happen.
4: Wait, how
0: what? Did they win. I'm
1: so they confused. Went they went first.
0: I went first. Yeah, I think I like that they had
4: the momentum.
1: Oh.
4: By the time we were going, everybody had like. Everybody yeah. we had messaged, they had already had a chance to message. Oh, something.
1: I see. Yeah. Wait, and how did it's they decide like, we went first?
4: I think we okay, picked going crazy. second though. Oh. Did we do? Oh. I think honestly, I
2: do. I kind of remember that.
4: <laughs> yeah, maybe they picked. Maybe
0: they. picked. Oh,
1: because um, maybe you wanted. I think. I can't remember. What they got
4: first. i
0: think you i think you guys also thought that like since you were second you would get like some of the people that they had messaged but like oh if they hadn't done it in time they would have signed mm-hmm. up while it was your guys's turn right so i feel like it's a fair like strategy to think of like oh maybe the person will like subscribe a day after and they didn't see their text in time and like you guys would get it oh but,
1: that's the like, that's true actually
2: yeah, I think that's overthinking. It. Yeah. I think it's like El Norte overthinking and self-sabotaging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. Actually, so there's actually another question I, I want to talk about that I haven't really that we haven't really got into about this whole vote that I feel like actually is a really big part of why it turned out the way it did. Like I, I think um, like you choosing to go after me and like for these reasons, realizing the attorneys, I don't think that's a bad move. I think that really what kind of ended up sinking you and what kind of ended up flipping Megan was you um, telling everything to Ivy. Totally. Yeah, yeah. and like her telling um, everybody on her tribe mm-hmm. and then, you know, Megan finding out from Jackson and then, you know, just that whole kind of loop round of Megan not reala- realizing that she doesn't really want to be with, you know, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, so like, what, why did you want to like, um, like what was your thoughts about that relationship with Ivy that you had?
4: first of all dumbest it was just dumb like it was it was plain like i was not thinking um i had known ivy since freshman year and i told her to apply and every time like all of our relationship had kind of been like oh yeah when you play survivor we're gonna play survivor together so like in my head i was like great like i want to play with ivy because i really like ivy i still really like ivy but um She texted Mm -hmm. me and was like, hey, how are you doing? And I was like, oh, hey, this is the perfect time. We're probably about to swap, let's meet up. And I think after we met up, I was like, hmm, that was not smart. Like, I I pretty quickly was like, I said too much in that situation. But it's hard because like, to me, I had not viewed her as a survivor contestant. I was like, this is my friend and Mm -hmm. I, I think like my emotional state going into that meeting with her was like, Oh my god, let me just like hang out and catch up with my friend. What are we gonna talk about? Let's yeah. talk about Survivor. It was just dumb. Um Yeah. I was sad that she I don't I, I don't know if I mean obviously she got me out in that way, like spreading that information, but I also don't know if telling everyone everything was the best thing for her. Because I was mm-hmm. like I did tell her some things yeah. that would have been beneficial for her to keep to herself because mm-hmm. they were information and like my thought was information is gold. I have some information that she doesn't know. Like, we already have this relationship. This is my olive branch. I think I extended too many olive
3: branches, you know?
4: <laughs> yeah. Also, I was well, lying to her and yeah. some of the things, like I, I, I saw a little clip of that and like, I wanted her to not really know my relationship with you in particular. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember telling her that like, Oh yeah, I don't know about Jack. Like Jack and I, but at that point we were actually like really tight, and I just didn't want people to think that Mm -hmm. I was actually integrating into like the culture of our tribe because, as far as I was concerned, they knew me as the evil like season three uh, unknown chaotic (laughs)
3: yeah.
0: But it was a bad move. It was a really bad move. I don't. I mean, I can see what you're saying too though, where you're like in, in your head. I, I think for, for both of these things, like where when you had told Jack when you switch you know, when you flip your vote to Nate and when you told these things to Ivy, like in your line of reasoning, it wasn't a good move for Ivy to spill the information or for Jack to be lying to you. So in your mind, like I totally understand like the logic and like I think I I mostly agree with like what you're saying too. Like mm-hmm. that like it wasn't necessarily I mean, I don't know. We, we can debate in the future whether Jack turning on you was a good move or not, and I think that'll be seen throughout the season. But, and I guess same thing for Ivy, but, like, yeah, like, Ivy could have very easily had a cross-tribal thing with both you and Nate, um, you know, given that she had lines that, like, she had friendships with both of you, so, like, I don't necessarily think it had to be a one or the other kind of thing. Like, Ivy has said she didn't really trust you because of, you know, kind of the season three stuff, but I feel like she yeah maybe she gave up an opportunity to like have a, have a alliance like it just more connections on the other side even if you don't trust that person like you don't necessarily want to throw them under the bus either like just like her just spilling all the information to toki Doki. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that move either because like that's information is power and she just mm-hmm. kind of just immediately gave away all the information she had where she could have like oh, maybe she only tells one person at Tokidoki and, like, gains a lot of trust with them rather right. than just telling He's the telling whole tribe at once. I think a, a yeah, way that you could... kind of, like...
4: Sorry. I think, like, a way you could justify, like... I feel like Tokidoki, the way they viewed me, was easy to get... It was easy for them to get to the point of viewing me as such a big threat and such, like... person that they need to be on their radar because they didn't have to go to tribal too Mm -hmm. because if they're thinking about me Mm -hmm. and about like all the different ways that they want to fuck me over at the swap then they don't have to think about turning on
0: the people that are directly
4: next because they didn't have to so i get it like i wasn't i wasn't upset about it or like surprised that much
0: because they'd only go to that one person in a month That yeah that definitely makes sense I feel like we talked about this in, like, the podcast a few times where, like, it's a common, like, I feel like with a tribe, like, you kind of pick, like, the one scapegoat person. And then, like, you kind of all bond over, like, oh, this is, like, the bad person in the game. Yeah. And it kind of, like, keeps your alliance, your tribe together. if you just, like, kind of, like, oh, this is the person. Like, Tormento's Aaron. For us, it was kind of, like, Kevin on the other tribe. (laughs) Or, like, Nick. Like, you pick that, like, villain person. And you kind of, like, bond over, like, oh, we all need to, like, get that person out of the game, you know?
1: Yeah, and then when they're gone, you're just like, oh. And they start turning. You all go day. after each other.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was shocking because at the, I didn't meet a lot of the people from Tokidoki until honestly, like I didn't really meet a lot of some of them at all. Like talk to them at all. But some of the people I met at the finale, and I was like, oh hi, and like some people were almost like, like why are you talking to me? Like what? okay, like wow. I had this very elitist like kind of yeah. like. <laughs> okay, you want to, like, this attitude with me,
3: hmm. which
4: I'm not going to blame them for. I've obviously been, like, mean on t- on the show before, and I've, like, been in a position where I haven't been, you know, I've escaped, I've, I've been in the Aaron situation. But I, I wish that they could have s- taken the game context out of, like, viewing me as a human
2: being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I didn't know about that
2: yeah Eh,
0: that's fine it didn't
2: really bug me tokidoki Uh, just sucks you know
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think that is one thing i really i really did like a lot about your season four um game which not to say that i didn't enjoy your season three game like i personally feel like it was so entertaining and i loved it but like season four i did really feel like you made an effort to just be like just normal ben which I, I thought it was kind of cool to see like that different side of you where like season three, I think it was obvious that it was it was a character. It was exaggerated. It obviously wasn't like who you were all the time or who you were, but I like that season four it really was just like, you were almost a completely different like presence in, in the show, which is, it's, I don't, uh, that's kind of the sad part where like the Tokidoki and these people kind of like still assumed you were this like big cartoonish villain where you really just were not like that at all in season four.
4: Yeah. And they also hadn't even seen me play. So I was just kind of confused. Oh, yeah. so I was like, yeah. I was like, there was a misconnection there, but it's I'm, I am not losing sleep about it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know? I think it's almost like, maybe it's almost even worse they hadn't seen you play because now they're hearing things from like Elisa or hearing rumors from the other tribe. And they were kind of imagining it to be even worse than it really was. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of feel like the fear of the unknown is is almost worse sometimes than like Matthew seeing his season error. You kind of know what you're getting, <laughs> but like with you, they hadn't they hadn't seen it. They're just as, they're only assuming things. And like you're, I I, I kind of almost feel like it's it, the unknown is scarier sometimes. Totally.
2: Yeah, and, like you know, there's whispers of this Ben bomb, but like no, I feel like nobody really knew exactly what was in it. Like I feel like people <laughs> like just knew that like you did some thing about at Tribal where you like released information, but like that probably like added into the like thing of uncertainty. People were like, you know, what what did he say in here? Like, how did he like trash people's games this much? Like did he like ruin the whole seat? You know, we like honestly like I mean, it had definitely it certainly had an impact. You know, on season three. Don't get me wrong, but like I feel like just you know, not knowing what exactly that was, but kind of having this vague idea of you doing something like that, you know? Yeah,
4: totally. I went like went back and looked at that email, just like see what I said. It (laughs) wasn't, other than like I screen recorded people's texts, Mm -hmm. the actual body of it was not that exciting or relevant. It was just kind of Mm -hmm.
3: like,
4: I don't know.
0: It is what it is. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, Also, Go ahead. I wanna I wanna ask about uh, mustache Ben. How that <laughs> <came out. laughs>
4: this is funny because every time I, sh- at least at this point in my life and this like time in my life, every time I shaved to a mustache, something terrible would happen in my life, and I still kept doing it every once in oh, no. a while, just like just because I know it looks.
2: Just the fate.
4: <laughs> like yeah, I guess maybe I wanted to be voted out that minute too. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I shaved it
1: when I got home. <laughs> hey Sam, who did you say he reminded you of with the, with the mustache?
0: Oh man, what was it? I said that. Uh, I, oh, I said I got Freddie Mercury vibes. Oh, that's
3: what. I wanted oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's such a compliment. Thank you. Wow. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but,
0: um, so funny. There's one other random random question I had. One of the. One of the clips in this episode had like you, Nate and Katie were all like having this conversation about like how you're gonna vote off Jack. And then like I think it's your random I think it's there's some other random guy was there. I think it was your friend. <laughs>
1: no, it was Nate's friend. Is yeah. it Matt
0: like named Matt? Is it, it was Nate's, Nate's friend Matt? Friend. I think it's yeah. Nate's friend, yeah. <laughs> Nate's friend. Okay, okay. I was gonna I, ask about that guy, but we'll we'll have to ask Nate about him. I have I've had friends who have made cameos on the episodes before. <laughs>
4: but I, I'm not really sure where.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Brie has definitely made a cameo in like your <laughs> yeah.
4: definitely. Ways, you know? All of my confessionals were done, if if I didn't do them alone, I did them with Brie or with Nick Pelton mm-hmm. from
0: two. Oh, so. yeah. What a duo.
4: I don't know, you know what I did want to say? And yeah. I feel like you oh, yeah. will agree with me on this is that last, on week three, when we won the challenge, nobody was happy. <laughs> nobody was really? happy. Even Even us winning the challenge, nobody was happy with that challenge. It was, a dece- oh, like, yeah, I think Toki was, <laughs> was really upset, but um, that was the worst challenge experience um, of Survivor
3: Mission oh in Oh my history.
1: gosh, that's so funny. Yeah,
2: they and really wanna- saved that challenge in the edit. You know, they really like, took out a lot of the objectionable parts. of it. <laughs>
0: yeah. it was something. It was it was quite the quite the experience to be mm-hmm. to, to watch that unfold. <laughs> that was during the vortex too. Like it yes. was like we all had to go to North Campus, and it was like negative forty degree and the wind chill, and everyone was afraid to walk from their car in oh, the parking lot to the building entrance. It, the whole entire day was just such a shit the whole thing is just such a shit show from start to finish yeah. but i'll never. never i'll never forget that day i'll never forget that day that's for sure
4: <laughs> very true honestly the challenges on this season as horrible as i was at all of them they were the i will never forget any of them
2: yeah this season. same Mm-hmm. That watermelon challenge was something else. Yeah, you I
4: still can't good. eat watermelon.
2: Are you yeah.
1: serious? Because of the challenge? Get,
4: oh, I man. get physically nauseous every time I eat watermelon and watermelon flavored things I used to like and I like kind of am not oh, a crazy.
1: Oh Because of the challenge? Wow. It was
4: it was disgusting. it was kind of gross.
1: Honestly, it was like so I was bad. I was fascinated, but like I was kind of grossed out watching it. Because just like everyone's spitting it, and yeah. I was like, oh.
0: Getting like watermelon up your nose and mm-hmm. your ears. Yeah. It was a fun challenge, though. Like, I. Wait.
1: I've... Yeah.
0: But
4: it was. I think it was fun for the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> we didn't even talk about Eric Reichenbach.
2: I know. Yeah. It's something that, like, Eric Reichenbach from fucking CBS Survivor was on this episode and it literally <laughs> no was like not it's not even like one of the top headlines, you know, that we can talk about. <laughs> it's
4: because he Seems didn't like, talk to us. We didn't get him.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was salty about me uh, <laughs> telling him to give us immunity.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. I <laughs> was, yeah. Something. <laughs>
4: Was something,
1: yes. All right. Any last words you have for the, your fans?
2: Um, fans. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> you have a ton of fans, Ben. You Don't, definitely have fans. Oh yeah. I saw people tweeting on Twitter about like they're like the season's over after Ben getting voted out and like <laughs> all these gifts and stuff. Yeah, that's
4: people really love kind. you, Ben. Well. Thank you to everyone who watched. And um, you, if you like this season, you're going to love the next couple of seasons that are coming up. Survivor <laughs> Michigan is such a cool community. And I'm like really proud to see what it has been able to grow into in such a short time, y'all. Like, really, the fan base mm-hmm. of the people, like, there's a consistent group of people that watches the show. And I think that's really neat. So mm-hmm. thank you for
0: watching. Yeah. Love it! Yeah, so glad I, you got to come back on KYTL again, Ben. Yeah. It's, it's always a pleasure. Thank Thank you glad you, so much you don't for hate ha- my goats. Not at all, no,
4: Jack. Seriously, <laughs> I I'm so happy I got to play the game with you, and I'm so happy I got to see y'all today.
3: Aww. I hope you're doing.
4: Oh yeah. Thanks you too. You
1: too. All right. <laughs> all right. Thanks. All right, Bye, thanks, Ben. ben.
4: Bye. The studio. Yeah. Sure. Cool.
0: <laughs> I obviously- I'm kind of sad that we're not going to have Ben on KYTL again. Like, that, that's it. I, I guess that's, that's I mean, Ben's survivor career.
2: Uh, it was so great catching up with him. Yeah. I still feel like
1: we're going to see him on some show in the future.
2: Yeah, it's true. That's true. Is he going to be on Big Brother? I feel like he's gonna. I can so see him on
0: Big Brother. I think that might fit him maybe better than Survivor.
1: Yeah, I see Big Brother.
0: Yeah. We're going to have to do like Keep Your Torch Lit Big Brother edition when Ben's on Big Brother. If Ben is on
2: Big Brother, then I will do a Big Brother podcast.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Ben... Do um, we want to eulogize our, our good friend?
1: Um, oh, just,
0: wait, uh,
2: actually, one thing I just wanna, I feel like it's actually yeah. kind of funny, um, just, just one one small thing, just going back into the meta-ness in because we've kind of talked a lot about meta a lot in the season is that uh, when we, we recorded last, last season, I think uh, when uh, Ben got voted out, I think that was actually like one of the first times that I had talked to Ben, like since I had voted him out in season four. <laughs> Oh. oh, wow. Yeah. And it just, but like, I mean, obviously, like, we're both. We couldn't games. talk it's about a, that. Yeah. yeah. It's a game and we're completely over it. There's no bad blood between us whatsoever. But it was, mm-hmm. I just remember it being very funny about, like, you know, and kind of like the pre talk before
0: wow. we started actually recording
2: the episode. Like, oh my God. Hey, man. Sorry about that.
0: Uh-huh. But, yeah. <laughs> <But> That's <laughs> anyway, funny. A... I, I do remember that now. Like, whatever. That was like last summer, probably, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious.
2: Uh, good time. So yeah, I mean, Ben, both both times I feel like I've been, he's been an all-timer guest, so yeah. mm-hmm. it's so good to catch up with him.
0: Yeah, so, let's get to the eulogy. eulogy. Eulogy for Ben.
1: Ben really came in hot from Season 3. He had a lot to still prove. He He had a lot that he wanted to change about his game. I think he had a lot of, you know, bright plans for his future on Season 4. But immediately kind of reverted back to the old habits with the brady Katie thing. But I still, like, I really like how he came clean first. Like, he had a lot of good moves that he made on his part. Mm-hmm. And all, he did not back down on the confessionals. Still amazing oh. confessionals.
2: He's, he's he's a Survivor Michigan all-timer for professionals, yeah. for sure. Yes.
0: It's the thing, like, I, I liked a lot of things about his game, like his... To have his playing honestly his thing with like just being up front with his tribe the fake idol thing with Tom was fun Uh, I feel like it's so hard because he just came in with such a big target and mm -hmm. so much baggage that like I honestly kind of feel like I mean I don't know he didn't necessarily get voted off because of his baggage but like his baggage really held him back a lot it's hokey dokey really saw him as a threat. Megan basically never trusted him. And, like, I feel like he did the best. I feel like he honestly did almost the best he could given how mm-hmm. hard this game, this season was going to be for him going in. Just being yeah. a returnee and having all the Season 3 stuff and also having, like, all the returnees not really trust each other. Like, it's, it's hard seeing him go out after kind of changing his game and trying to play yeah. more honest. But I think that he maybe went too far on the honest side. And should have been playing for himself a little bit more and maybe you know shouldn't maybe he shouldn't have uh maybe he should have still voted you off jack like mm-hmm. i mean, if he would have voted for you and not flip back to nate you know even though i don't know if that would have been the best move for him that would have been it would have saved he would him. Have, maybe he he should have never you. yeah maybe maybe he should have never flipped and voted you off in the first place i think maybe he should have just confronted you about the clue thing right away mm-hmm. and still voted off nate Or maybe keep that
2: in his back pocket and like as ammo to use in a swap, you know. And like Mm -hmm. maybe it just kind of as a wake up call, like, hey, don't trust this guy, but maybe Mm -hmm. don't vote him out right away. Like yeah, I think we were kinda talking about this earlier about like a lot of times it's just like it's super easy to wanna vote out the person who you hear is gunning for you. And like I feel like sometimes it might be wise to like take a step back and think, hey, is this actually gonna benefit me right now if I vote this person out, even though I know they're going for me? Or could I possibly, um, you know, push that off towards another date? And, you know, there might be a better move for me to make in the long term, you know? So, yeah. 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 But, I, like, eulogy. Yeah. but like, either way, like, I feel like mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, a move like this would have worked. I would have gone out this week. It was just, like, yeah. a very perfect storm of, you know, people telling people, pe- telling people. And me, I mean, I'm... Just to my horn for two seconds, playing this very well and yeah. being able to flip him. You know, I feel like most times, you know, Ben should not, we should not be eulogizing Ben right now. And, you know, he could have made yeah. it a lot further in the season. But yeah, that's how it's, that's how survivor happens sometimes.
1: Yeah. Speaking of if we ran the game multiple times, mm-hmm. let's rank him.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. 13th. 13. Place.
1: Unlucky 13. This is stacked.
0: Yeah. 13th is pretty this is stacked.
1: very stacked. We have Chloe number one, Bailey number two, and Lavana number three. We have some strong mm. female players up mm-hmm. in here but currently. Yes,
0: all so, such great characters, all mm-hmm. three. Of them. All four of them, including Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think we
2: can pretty easily, as much as I love her, put Ben above Lavana. Yeah. He yeah. He's going to yeah. run laps around her strategically.
1: For sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, parents to Bailey, um, I think
1: Bailey, Chloe, Ooh. and Ben all have that spunk when it comes to Survivor. They mm-hmm. do, and they're they all can be sassy too. Like honestly, they have like so. I think them three would actually possibly make a good trio.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a fun trio to watch. That'd, that'd very, be like
1: put, very <laughs> a lot of potential for chaos in that trio. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I feel like. But strategically, hmm, Ben, it's, it's so hard because like because season four Ben, he had like I feel like he had a good strat. If you if he would have just not been like season four like a Ben returnee Ben, if he would have mm-hmm. been just some completely other person that played the same game that Ben did. Mm-hmm. I really don't know if he gets voted off here, but like, like I don't know. Uh, hmm. Is Ben versus Bailey, Bailey? was in power on her original tribe, just like Ben, but got
1: swapped.
0: she got swapped and got voted off versus Ben did not make the swap. Bailey, Bailey only, hmm. the thing is too, though, Bailey made a lot of enemies very quickly. Yeah, like her in season two. I guess Ben also did, but not really by... He didn't get picked fights with people though, whereas right, Bailey right. did. Ben kind of just right, right. had his bad reputation. So like, I feel yeah. like I can, I can't blame him as much for that as I can blame Bailey for kind of just like getting in fights with Maggie.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This, it's kind of hard ranking like for a for first time ranking, like a returnee against a, a yeah. new, new players yeah. so, and factoring in like this version of Ben versus yeah. I don't know. I I do actually I, I I feel like this version of Ben is a better player than season three Ben, you know. Even though oh, he yeah. played you I know, so. his, his position like um his yeah, he didn't make it as far but like I feel like, you know, simulating hundred times. I feel like this version of Ben does better than season mm-hmm.
1: one Ben. I think so. Honestly,
0: if you're gonna talk about perception too. Ben had a pretty good handle on how he was perceived by everybody in this game Mm -hmm. versus Bailey. Her perception was very off. Like she Mm -hmm. thought that like, Oh, I'm completely running this tribe on the swaps tribe with Ohana where she clearly wasn't. And she kind of thought that like Daniel was going after her when really Kevin just made the whole thing up. Like, I think that Bailey didn't really have as good of a grasp on what was going on as ben did like ben yeah. I, I can't blame ben too much for what happened near the end as much as i can give credit to jack for pulling off a really good move because like i feel like most people would have fallen for that move just because jack really pulled it off like he was able to lie really well like i feel like i feel like ben i can't knock him too much for that like i feel like he had pretty good perception overall
1: so are you saying put her put him above bailey
0: yeah I think so
1: I, I, about, I agree with that.
0: What about Chloe?
1: Chloe also went out early on her season but had a lot of potential
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah
1: the Chloe was pretty social like had a pretty good social game but then also again did make enemies mm-hmm. Sabu- yeah, Sabu, it's
0: true plus
1: but was like kind of queen of her little tribe.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, or she somewhere. also... I feel like another thing, too, with Chloe is that she lost... She had that alliance with, like, Ben and Will and, and Emily P and Brady. But then, like, Will and Emily kind of just, like, were obviously on the bottom and figured it out and then it flipped. Mm-hmm. Whereas so like, like,
1: not good at making them feel safe.
0: Yeah. Whereas, like, Ben... Like, Jack and... Camila didn't flip off of Ben because they felt like they were in the bottom. Like you guys mm-hmm. flipped right. because you found out that Ben was gunning for you.
3: Right. But I
0: feel like that's all. Like I don't know. I feel like that's a little not as bad of a mistake to make.
3: Because,
0: yeah. I don't know. Ben made some other mistakes. Like it wasn't great of him to like tell all those things to Ivy. It probably wasn't the right move to turn on Jack so quickly.
2: Hmm.
0: I don't know. But like.
2: Yeah, I don't know, he he had done it, like, I I feel like that four, I don't think any of us were going to flip that four, you know, because any of us, like, 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 if he didn't seem to kind of start the path of it or if Nate didn't go to him, like, I don't think, I feel like that was a very strong four that he was able to make. Like, I went into the season, you know, there's the confession of me where I'm like, I went into the season very much not trusting Ben and he, like, won me over, you know. Like I was, I mm-hmm. I really trusted him and like, you know, so partially it's probably also on me, you know, as we talked about, you know, for not, maybe I could have done, trusted him more and blah, 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 But, you know, um, yeah, I feel like Chloe definitely was good. Like was also good socially, like on her like tribe, but also I feel like, I, I don't know if like she was able to like completely, I don't know, make people feel like that they could go super far with her, if that makes sense.
0: I mean, Cassie didn't really trust her either, if Mm -hmm. you remember. She kind of was always like, oh, Chloe seems sketchy. So, yeah. I think... Does it it, it sound like you guys are leaning towards Ben in first place? Over over Chloe?
1: Honestly, because I think Ben's better at making people feel safe.
2: Mm -hmm. This version of Ben. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I, I had no idea going like, you know, if if he didn't, you know, also mess up by telling Ivy or whatever, but like, he was very, I felt completely safe this whole week until I found out from Megan, you know, Mm -hmm. I I never really thought that I was in danger. I thought that our thing was solid because it was solid. And then like, I didn't really detect a change, you know, once it wasn't solid, I thought it was still, you know, completely good. Our force. So, yeah, yeah, and else? I also
0: and I also don't want to knock Ben too much for the Ivy thing because for one, it makes sense that he would want to gain an alliance with her, and two, I don't really think that that is a, the Ivy thing caused him to be voted off because Megan found out about the plan from Nate,
3: mm-hmm. and like
0: the Ivy thing was just kind of another piece to the puzzle. But like, yeah. I feel like the I feel like there's not too many things I can really say from Ben like, oh, that was an awful move that he definitely yeah. should not have done. Like I can kind of understand why he did everything that he did. Yeah.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think he got unlucky a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, All right. So yeah. yeah.
0: Ben wow. number one. Wow. Ben number one. I was not expecting that, but I let. I you know I'm I'm liking it. It's the first mm-hmm. time I'm that a season it. four person has been first place in this in these oh, rankings. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ben <laughs> number one. Chloe number two. Bailey number three. And Lavana in fourth place. <laughs> oh. She is Ben and Lavana are separated sadly, but mm-hmm. you know, at least they have at least they share 13th place with each other. Mm-hmm. Yes. So,
2: yeah, maybe she was my controlling Ben into sharing their placement. Oh,
1: <laughs> she's uh, Lavana's really out here working overtime.
0: Yeah, wow. true. True cause of Ben's blind side. It, it wasn't it wasn't Jack, it wasn't Megan, it wasn't Camila, it wasn't it Ivy, was it wasn't Jackson, it was
1: Lavana.
0: Lavonna yeah. was jealous that Ben got cast over her. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: it wasn't even Matthew disguised as Matt. It was Lavana.
1: <laughs> it was Levana disguised as Matthew Israel disguised as Matt.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. <That's- laughs> still look too perfect. I, I like that. All right, well, we'll have some, uh, we'll have a lot of uh, a lot of fallout from this tribal council to discuss next week, so that'll be fun. Oh, I'm
2: excited. Yeah, another really really fun episode coming up. So yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. I'm excited to watch it.
3: All right.